Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist and publisher, bringing you help succeeding in your career, health, and wealth before, during, and after residency. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Uh, the first interviews have been offered uh, to uh, future residents uh, in this cycle, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, first things first, uh, on my residency.teachable.com, I have a free single page of links uh, to TLDR, TLDR Pharmacy's uh, clinical cases. And I wanted to show you how to get there. So residency.teachable.com. And then that brings you to this page. Uh, You should be able to download this one page document. And um, what you're really doing is uh, going through what clinical cases would be likely uh, to be asked. So um, antibiotics, anticoagulation, CHF, uh, cholesterol, um, PCSK9s in this case, statins, diabetes for sure, hypertension, pneumonia, UTI, uh, warfarin, and uh, you can use the search bar if you want to look for other ones, but I just know that uh, asthma, COPD, and sepsis were not really well covered, and those are things you're going to want to uh, review as well. But again, uh, this just gives you a link to each of them, so when you, you click on the link, uh, just like that, it'll go into Antibiotics, a Quick and Dirty Guide. Uh, so when you're reviewing, um, for an ID, for example, your, let's say your PGY2 ID, uh, you know, you're going to go to antibiotics. But if you're going to be uh, looking at, um, you know, something like ambulatory care, well, certainly diabetes and some of the cardiac and, and those types of things uh, that maybe you haven't done in your appies uh, are going to be important as well. So again, uh, you want to go broad uh, rather than super deep. Uh, that's what you want to do in terms of your preparation for um, that. So again, it's a free thing, just residency.teachable.com. It should be under digital downloads and you just click on it uh, and you can download it free there. Um, if you want my help uh, with the interview, um, I, I really struggled with how to help someone. Uh, I've tried to kind of do like uh, practice interviews and things like that. And, and I found that the, the one thing that because of my background in writing that I was really helpful with was the PowerPoints. So um, what you get with the course, it's $49 instead of the the $95 for the letter of intent. Um, I'll revise your um, PowerPoint presentation uh, in addition to the course. And then um, I also have uh, email availability. So if you have questions about things uh, regarding the interview, um, you can ask those. So again, Rockstar Residency Interview Prep Course. And the Rockstar is a play on words. Uh, rock and star are the mnemonics for the two basic types of questions that you're going to get. Um, and uh, you might be familiar with situation, task, um, action, and result. And what you want to do is, as you're answering those questions that you're getting, you want to make sure you don't forget anything. And what usually happens is someone is so nervous about the interview, they end up just almost starting with the R, which is, and then I fixed it. And you're like, well, well, what happened, you know? So this S for situation, 
and then the task that you were given to do and then how kind of you went over and above in the action and then the outcome or result. And you kind of have to practice this a little bit kind of backing up, setting the scene, because what happens is, is that you have in your head, you know, the scene and you know everything that happened, but you've got to bring these people along and bring them into your story. And that takes a little bit of time uh, to set it up. And then the rock is the other kind of question that you're going to get. Make sure that you remember what it is um, you want to say uh, in something that's straightforward. It also works for what tend to be um, uh, additional questions that you might get. You might have already gotten them in your residency application that, that some uh, places ask, but making sure that you have the entirety uh, of it. So again, you can kind of preview it, see if it's something that, that you want to do. Uh, in terms of uh, books, um, I have, if you just go under the Kindle part of it, there's a pharmacist residency and career series. And it starts with a strong residency letter of intent. And there's also a, a strong ambulatory care residency letter of intent from a, a pharmacy student, now pharmacist, now a graduate of an ambulatory care residency who uh, got the job she wanted and actually went six for six uh, with her interviews. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Residency interview help in case of interview invitation break glass. Uh, this came about because what happened was students were getting calls from a residency and then they would just start the interview. And it was kind of like a flash, you've heard flash mob, well it's kind of like a flash interview. It's like, bam, okay, let's ask you the questions. Um, if you want the regular, like, okay, what are the questions I'm gonna be asked? You can just go into the Kindle book and look at the table of contents and you can see the 100 questions that we have. Uh, but what most people like to do is they get the audiobook so they can kind of listen to it back and forth and like, oh, okay, I can see how you would do that. And we spent a lot of money on it. Uh, I did it with Brandon Dyson of TLDR Pharmacy. And we, we put in like professional narrators, two different people, so it sounds like an interview. Uh, and I think that one's well done. It's gotten 144 positive ratings. Um, the phone interview survival tip is really just uh, for those phone interviews or if you're going to do kind of a virtual interview. Um, I have always thought that if you can get there, it's a much better situation on both sides because you can just kind of feel and use your intuition when you're there. Um, but if you kind of don't go there, you don't have that intuition. And that one is under Kindle Unlimited. So if you, your family, anybody you know has Kindle Unlimited, you can just look through it. And the big thing with the phone interview is messing up the time. So let's say that you're going to do a pre-interview and you're going to have 20 minutes. The first thing you need to know is how many questions do you have? And if you have five questions, that means that with a little bit of, hey, how's it going? And a little bit of summary at the end, you probably only have 18 minutes to answer four questions. And the big problem that you're gonna run into is that if you only have those 18 minutes, so four and a half minutes per question, if you go over so much that you only answer three, then you might not get points for that fourth question. Kind of depends on where you're interviewing with. So 
really, it's it's practicing uh, that time uh, kind of constraint that you're going to have, and making sure that you get the you know situation, task, you know action and result uh, in the question. If it's one of those behavioral questions. Um, Phase two, let's not worry about that. But again, uh, the chances in phase two have increased and increased as it's gone on. Uh, and then if you're not going to go to residency, finding your unicorn job for pharmacists, it's a lot of successful pharmacists and uh, within traditional pharmacy roles and outside of traditional pharmacy roles uh, and the students and how they got there. Um, read this before pharmacy residency. Uh, this I actually worked with um, a physician who did read this before uh, medical school. And it was really more about uh, the types of things you want to do in school to succeed. So that may or may not be applicable. Uh, but anyway, there's a bunch of books, a couple ways that you can kind of get them on the cheap. Uh, some of them are Kindle Unlimited, and you can just go in. And if you have somebody that has a Kindle Unlimited, then it's then it's free. Um, if it's uh, the audiobook, uh, you can go to memorizingfarm.com, and I usually have all of the uh, links for the books there. And you can go and kind of see which one you want. And usually you can get the book for 30 days free until Audible charges you. So if you decide, nah, I'm good, I don't want to do the, the Audible thing, then you just cancel. Uh, no big deal. Okay. Uh, but the two big ones, strong residency interview questions, answers, and rationales, there's a hundred of them. Uh, and then the phone interview techniques. And I, I just, you know, I could have updated it to say, you know, a virtual or a Zoom call, but uh, it just became kind of uh, overbearing when it comes to uh, uh, a, um, uh, you know, a, a title for a book. Um, last thing I'll say is a lot of you guys are maybe introverted. And I want to tell you what's going to happen and the best way to get out of your head. So the first thing is if you're introverted, you are constantly in your head uh, and you are, you know, kind of thinking through things. Oh, my gosh, is this going well? Is it not going well? And all of that stuff. The best way to actually get out of your head is to engage with what somebody else is doing. Your superpower is listening. And I know that, you know, uh, so many of you really feel uncomfortable, you know, speaking, public speaking, uh, those types of things. And I have people come into my appy, you know, that, that we, we kind of cure that, I guess you would say, because they find that, oh, these students aren't so scary. And, oh, I can really be helpful when I get to know them one on one. Uh, but you don't have that much time to get to know them. And what really works is to get out of your head and listen to what other people are saying and to comment on what they're saying and kind of, you know, do that. And what happens is, is that instead of being a gunner, somebody's telling everybody, oh my gosh, let me tell you all about me and how good I am and why you should uh, have me as your resident. What ends up happening is you end up being very collaborative. You end up being very, you know, thoughtful about what other people are saying and you're uh, very team oriented, you're a good listener. And that comes out really well, especially in the interviews where you have more than one person in there uh, because you you're so focused on the other person's answers and then kind of uh, you know moving along from there so uh, again uh, all of these are 
um, just ways to to get a little bit of an edge as you're going. So uh, again, um, don't freak out if, if you're you know not getting any interview offers yet. I know that sometimes it takes a couple of weeks, even into February, which for some people it just drives them crazy. Um, but uh, you know, really, what you want to do is make sure that you're prepared. If somebody calls you, okay, well, what would I do? What are the things I would say? Uh, you know, be very mindful. And if you've taken your time to do the letter of intent and not had ChatGPT do it for you, uh, you're going to be very aware of what your your goal is and, and how you want to move forward. Uh, but if you just kind of copied and pasted and just kind of got those letters of intent done, it's going to be very difficult for you to articulate what you really want because the, a good letter of intent kind of says, okay, well, I want to do a PGY-2 or I just want to do PGY-1 and then this is, this is what I want to do after. Um, and then these are the, the rotations that are really interesting to me uh, that you guys have. And, um, you know, I've done my homework on you guys. And uh, these are the things by telling them which, which, you know, rotations out of the choices they have, it kind of tells them a little bit about you. So think about it like a menu. So you go into a restaurant and, you know, one person orders, you know, kind of a, a rare steak and you have kind of a feeling about them. And one person orders only vegetables and you're like, oh, OK, so maybe vegan or something like that. And then, you know, somebody orders lots of drinks and you're like, oh, OK. Uh, and then somebody orders only soda, you know, while everybody else is drinking. OK. And what you do is you get a little bit of their personality. So I would make sure that as you're interviewing, you are really mentioning uh, those opportunities that uh, they have as rotations. And if you are really clever, and this is only for those people that are thinking PGY2 or advanced residency. Um, when you actually, so a lot of times um, the resident will be there and not only PGY1 residents, but PGY2 residents sometimes. And so if you actually know what the rotations are for a PGY2 in oncology or a PGY2 in cardio or emergency medicine, whatever it is, that really shows uh, you are you are really thinking ahead. You are a step ahead of the crowd. So if you are at a site that has a PGY2 that you eventually hope to get into, make sure you know that residency as well as the PGY1 in terms of their offerings, what each of those rotation means, and, and really it keeps you from putting your foot in your mouth where uh, for example, you, you might go to, and I don't know if Langone is, is how you pronounce it, but I just know that when you talk about some of the New York residencies, there's literally like two electives. And then you go to Vanderbilt and it's like two required rotations. So that is like the spectrum. It is huge differences. And um, in the interview, it's just like if you are talking to somebody, if you know them, if you have common interests, uh, all those things, it's going to go really well. If you don't really know them, haven't done your homework on them, then it's going to be pretty clear that, you know, you didn't put the time in. So, uh, again, the course goes over all of that, especially the um, misconception that there's only one interview. There's actually three parts of the interview there's like the interview interview that you think about but then there's the presentation and then the, there's the case and um you know each of those counts for those uh 
you know, separate points and so forth in terms of scoring you and, and how it works out. So again, if you need my help, Tony, the pharmacist at gmail.com or residency.teachable.com, but good luck. Exciting that uh, interviews are going. And uh, I just love hearing from people that I help that they've already secured some uh, interviews. It just kind of lets your shoulders kind of come down and you're like, oh, Okay, I got one. I got one interview. Okay, my chances, you know, that now, now when you look at the SHP document as to what were the percentages of somebody that got a residency, you know, you can look at it and say, all right, I got one interview. That means that, you know, I, I qualify for the 80% or 85% or whatever it is. So, all right, talk soon. This has been the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You might want to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, or you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before. You can work one-on-one with me to get a better residency that will better suit your career, health, and wealth at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to Tony D on LinkedIn or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com. Music was by Policy.